The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. So what we're going to discuss today, guys, is how I handle the haters in the design space. So the pretext to this is that when you start spending more than six figures on paid traffic a year, you start to generate quite a bit of attention. All right, you know, I serve probably over two and a half million impressions a year now um, out to the marketplace in both my design business and ProfitableDesigner.com, which is obviously, you know, an online training resource for designers to build better businesses. Obviously, most people who see my ads and my content respond positively, but there's always people, you know, who don't respond well at all. These people are obviously the haters, okay? So what I want to do today is just quickly walk you through hater comments that I regularly receive and how I specifically think about them. So we've got four comments here, and then what I'm going to do is give you just a few takeaways in regards to how you want to think about haters if you confront and run into them yourself along your design business journey, which is inevitable the minute that you start proactively reaching out to the marketplace. Okay, so the first and most popular comment that I get all of the time is your website is ugly or how can you be teaching designers how to grow their business if you've got a terrible website? Okay, my response to this is I understand that my website is ugly. All right, a lot of people think it's an absolute eyesore, but fundamentally, it converts and that's all I care about. You know, I've spent probably $10,000 on web design in the last five or six years. I've had really fantastic websites, but unfortunately, they don't convert as well as the one that I've got currently sitting there. And at the end of the day, my website is not supposed to be this really pretty looking tool to show other designers that I'm just like them and I've got taste. No, my website is a marketing tool, okay? It's not a design tool, it's a marketing tool and it's a marketing tool that is engineered to identify and communicate my value and invite the right type of person to book a call with me. That's all my website is for. Why most people don't like the site is because the aesthetics are terrible. Well, what they don't understand is that I make my decisions based on traffic, conversion rates, and results. And this is by far a more important place to be focusing because fundamentally, you need to be looking at your website as a marketing tool and not a design tool. So no, I don't have this beautiful looking website. The colors are terrible. The user interface and the experience is pretty simplistic, but both my design business website and ProfitableDesigner.com do a fantastic job of taking cold traffic, educating people on the value that I can offer and inviting them to get in contact at industry high conversion rates. And that's all that matters. Okay, so hopefully that, uh, you know, addresses that first, you know, hate a comment that your website is ugly and how could I trust a guy that has a terrible website? So point number two, and this is quite closely connected, but this guy doesn't even have a folio. So 
Obviously, I make a pretty outlandish claim to most designers. So, you know, I can hit sixty-five dollars to $85,000 per month in my design business. And most designers just cannot fathom how I can do this without a portfolio on my site. So the amount of times people say he's a scam, he's an imposter because he doesn't have a portfolio. I've got something more powerful, and this is how I think about this. What's the fundamental role and function of a portfolio? It's to communicate how competent you are at your craft, okay? That's why a folio is functional. But if you are able to find a more powerful way to communicate your competency, wouldn't it make more sense to use that format instead of a portfolio? And that's exactly what I do. I know that video is 10 times more engaging than a portfolio. The other thing that I know about video is that it gives you the ability to communicate a message, okay? A message around the problem that I solve, not just the work that I deliver. And this is where most designers have a lot of opportunity for growth because for portfolios, they're great in context, all right? They're great in the context of if you're trying to get work where the person that you're trying to impress is also a designer and understands design. But if you're trying to close the open market, if you're trying to take prospects and turn them into uh, clients and paid projects, then a portfolio is not the best format to present your work. Why? Because you're focusing on the craft instead of the outcome and the result that your potential clients and prospects are after. This is exactly why I aborted the portfolio and nitpicked from my portfolio, put it into the video, and instead of talking about the work and the craft and my thought process, I talk about the results that my work was able to generate. So instead of talking about the thought process that I went through to go and build a particular product and deliver it to the market, I very briefly talk about that, but I focus more so on the results. You know, the product that I was able to successfully get into Apple stores in the US, or the client that I developed an electronic product for who was able to launch and successfully gather $1.5 million in venture funding, okay? I focus on the results and the best way to communicate results and to communicate that you can solve a particular problem is not a portfolio, it's video, okay? Want proof? Go anywhere. You'll find that you spend 10 times more time being engaged on YouTube than you will anywhere else on the net, anywhere that just has a regular text website. So this is why I don't have a portfolio because there is better formats to communicate your investable value. Okay, so next hater comment is, oh, you sound like just another marketer like everyone else who's trying to sell this dream to something and this you know silly pyramid scheme. Okay, so this is quite a common kind of string of comments that I get on my ads and, you know, people emailing as well. Uh, the way that I think about this is that if you are seeing something that you're recognizing again and again and again, and you're starting to recognize a pattern, right, in regards to the way that people communicate their value and the way that they structure the content that you're seeing, maybe you have to start realizing that there's some, you know, DNA of success in it. People are very quick, especially in the design space, to slag common marketing and sales practices, but never actually understand the context as to why the same you know, fundamentals and patterns get used over and over again. It's because they work, right? 
The reason that you keep seeing these things pop up and the, the reason that you start seeing this particular format keep showing up on YouTube ads, Facebook ads, or Google ads is because these are proven strategies, okay? People in the sales and marketing world understand that there is a correct format, just like this correct formats for going through a design logo process or designing a product or building an animation. There is a correct sequence and format for each of these things. And it's really the designers that respect and understand that the sales and marketing space have their own successful proven formats and apply those things to the guys that succeed. I guarantee that every single one of the haters that doesn't like the way that I present myself online, their greatest potential for development as a human and as a design business owner is in adopting some of these and respecting these principles. All right. You have to understand that if you are going to run your own design business, that sales, marketing and business fundamentals are absolutely vital components. You cannot just be the technician. And this is where most designers struggle is that they've you know started their career working a nine to five for an employer as the technician who focuses specifically on their craft. Multiply this by five, 10 years and you know add on top of that the time they spent studying. Unfortunately, your experience renders this idea that just because you personally have invested so much time into this design craft that your understanding of reality is distorted based on the idea that design's the most important component. Okay, and I can guarantee that the company that hired you the design firm that hired you, anybody who hired you to work a nine to five job, they understand that the business is much bigger than just design and design is obviously a vital component, but not by itself. You need to combine it with business, sales and marketing principles. So when I see people complaining about the fact that I sound like another marketer selling a pyramid scheme or something crazy like that, some sort of scam, I automatically know that they don't understand how sales and marketing works, okay? Sales and marketing is all about understanding what your market's problems are, understanding what their needs and desires are, and communicating that you can align with their needs and desires with the product or the service that you dish up, okay? So please understand that if you have some sort of resentment against you know people in the sales and marketing space, then you have a big opportunity for personal growth in understanding and trying to accept some of the concepts that are being presented to you. Okay, so next hater comment is, if you're doing so well in your design business, why are you selling a training program for designers? Good question. So what most people do is they think in terms of one dimension, okay? And they think, well, if you're doing so well doing this, why would you focus on doing something else? Good question. So my answer to this is that I don't see myself as a designer anymore. I'm a problem solver. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. My number one responsibility is to identify problems in the marketplace and build solutions to powerful problems. Why? Because this is how you create value. All right, the reason that I have a design business and I still you know, sell a program that allows people to develop the skills and the business sales and marketing skills to grow their own design business is because I've realized that there's a big problem in the marketplace, which means that there's opportunity for me to come in 
and provide value and help people here. So I don't see myself as a designer. And one of the big things that we do for a lot of people that go through design propulsion, and this is the training program that I run, is help them re-identify who they are. Move them from thinking like a designer with a designer ego and uh, identity into an entrepreneur who's more focused on product market fit, who's more focused on uncovering a problem the market hasn't solved, where they can provide as much value as they possibly can. And this is what allows and provides the platform for a lot of the people in our program to start offering something that they wouldn't have been offering if they were considering themselves a traditional designer. And this is how to grow, okay? The most of the designers who are struggling do so because they fit perfectly into the Oxford Dictionary definition of what a designer is. But the minute that you start to think entrepreneurially, looking for opportunities in the market, looking for big problems to solve, then you can use your design skill set with whatever other skills you can easily acquire in order to provide value in solving that problem. So the reason that I'm selling a design training program for designers is because I've been lucky enough to succeed in my design business and I see a great opportunity to make impact in the world by helping other designers learn the principles that allowed me to become successful, okay? And this doesn't assume that I just dropped my design business and I've left it. No, it still operates. It still does 65 to $85,000 per month. And that's because I've put the right systems and processes in place so that I can generate opportunity. I can take people through sales process and I've got a team of engineers and designers who can help deliver the outcome where I kind of project manage and creatively direct from a 10,000 foot view. So most designers think in terms of one dimension, I think in terms of I can have both. Okay, so they're the four most popular comments that I do get and the way that I think about these. Hopefully, this has provided you a bit more insight into the way that I think. And I've got really two awesome key takeaways for haters. I guarantee that when you start pushing yourself out into the open marketplace, you're gonna get a lot of criticism, okay? Because that is just a function of reaching out and serving more impressions to the market. But my two key takeaways in regards to dealing with haters, the first is understand your numbers. So I know for a fact, every six or seven times that I get slagged online or somebody sends me a negative comment, someone books a call wanting to speak to me. So I know that I might have an ad that, you know, 150 people have negatively commented on. I know for a fact that I get 600 or four times the amount of likes right? And I get about 200 leads off that ad. So people who really have gone beyond just liking the ad, they've clicked on my website, they like what they see, they give me their email address. Then out of these, you know, 200 people, 10, 20, 30 of these people book a call to have a conversation with me to see how I can help them out and to hear what I've got to say. Okay. So you'll understand that when you start serving impressions to the market, that you are always going to get positive feedback and negative feedback. And I've actually found that my business performs better when I really piss some people off. If I'm pissing some people off, then it means that there's a lot more people that find what I'm saying more important, more engaging, and more valuable. Okay, and one more final takeaway when it comes to dealing with haters and people's comments. All right, so my sister works for me as well. She's the one that scraped 
all of these comments and categorized them into the most popular comments that I've got. I don't look at the comments. Why? Because the comments don't mean anything to me and the people's opinions don't mean anything to me because if their opinion mattered, they wouldn't have time to share it. So this is really just the idea that the people whose opinion really, really matters are too busy, too successful to focus on posting something negative on an ad or sending a deconstructive email to me. They're too busy succeeding at doing what they need to be doing to succeed. And generally the people that send out hate are the ones with problems, right? These are the people that have complexes. These are the people that poorly use their time. Think about how destructive it is to be negative and think negative to start with, let alone reach out to somebody and force your negativity upon them, okay? The reason that I don't care is because their opinion doesn't matter to me and I'm still going to succeed no matter what, all right? So hopefully, guys, this has given you a really good bit of insight into how I deal with you know, negative comments from the haters in the space and particularly in the design space and understanding that they fundamentally don't matter. If anything, it's quite hilarious, but understanding that you need to develop a really thick skin. The more successful you get, the more people that you reach out to, the more potential there is for negative response, but the greater and thicker that your skin has to be. And you need to be able to justify each of your decisions so that whenever somebody tries to throw something at you, you know how to respond and you've got a very logical explanation as to why you do what you do. So that's it for today, guys. Hope you enjoy. Enjoy your Tuesday and we will speak soon.